coping with social anxiety disorder in a post-COVID world. As the world begins to reopen, social anxiety is at an all-time high. The better we can understand what social anxiety is and how to identify its symptoms in ourselves and others, the better equipped we will be at coping with this potentially crippling form of anxiety as we enter our world, work, and social environments. Social anxiety, also known as social phobia, SAD, social anxiety disorder, is defined as an intense fear and apprehension of social situations. It is specifically anxiety related to scrutiny, judgment, embarrassment, and criticism by people. Disconnection, withdrawal, and isolation characterize these feelings and actions of people suffering from social anxiety. People suffering from social anxiety disorder struggle with irrational fears of being singled out, judged, ridiculed, ignored, or ostracized in social situations. They feel awkward, insecure, and bad about themselves. Many settings or situations that would cause most people temporary passing nervousness, like speaking up in a group situation, saying something inappropriate in front of strangers, or being negatively judged by others for exhibiting nervousness or unease, cause people with social anxiety overwhelming and long-lasting distress. Unlike people who are suffering from agoraphobia, anxiety and avoidance of settings, people with social anxiety can sometimes avoid situations, and if not, they tend to experience tremendous distress and fear as they suffer through some, if not all, social settings. They can experience symptoms similar to panic attacks, including heart palpitations, racing negative thoughts, stomach pains, sweating, headaches, and muscle tension. Furthermore, as each negative social experience reinforces their fear, social anxiety disorder becomes a stronger, more intense negative force. In some cases, social anxiety disorder can lead on to full-on panic attacks and cutting places out where one is agoraphobic and even housebound because they're so uncomfortable leaving the house and being amongst others. Returning to normal with diminished self-confidence. Many of us throughout our lives have relied on external sources of validation. We seek the approval of others and this approval provides us with a sense of confidence and puts us at ease. Because we have not been out there much and because we have been self-isolating for this unprecedented period of time, more people than ever are starting to experience a loss of confidence in themselves amongst others. Even though we have been looking forward to a time where we could go out and enjoy get-togethers with friends and family, now that we are almost able to meet more often, we're feeling less than enthusiastic about upcoming social events. As we return to a more normal pace of life and a flow of life, post-COVID, more people than ever are feeling less comfortable in social and work settings. According to a May 21 to 23 years old online ledger poll, over 52% of Canadians reported feeling anxiety about the reopening of the world, with a whopping 68% of respondents ages 16 to 24 reporting high levels of social unease. Since we are all creatures of habit, 
some anxiety or nervousness about socializing after so much time spent in isolation is to be expected. Where this temporary anxiety becomes problematic is when the anxiety causes people to make self-limiting choices. People struggling with social anxiety disorder often limit or avoid social situations that make them anxious. In short, when social anxiety takes root, it can settle in and cause us to isolate. And this prolonged isolation can add fuel to the anxiety and limit our life in work, social intimacy, self-care and spirituality. A new sense of social anxiety disorder. People who had struggled with social anxiety disorder prior to the pandemic shutdowns have had something of a break from facing dreaded and feared social situations. While many people may have considered this to be an upside of the pandemic and the isolation protocols, this prolonged lack of exposure has only increased fears of entering back into normal social situations and workplaces. Just as a lack of exercise for months would weaken a muscle, month after month of a sanctioned social isolation is likely to have negatively impacted those with social anxiety disorder and further diminish their social skills, courage, and self-esteem to be amongst others. Many other people, even those who consider themselves socially confident and have been looking forward to getting back into the swing of things, find themselves struggling a bit with social situations that they would normally enjoy. Awkward, overwhelmed, and uncharacteristically unsure of ourselves in social situations and settings, many of us will find ourselves dreading upcoming social events, dinners, and family get-togethers that take place in the late hours, in the weeks to come, and the months ahead. When dread leads to avoidance or feared social settings, social anxiety can take over. Many of us are feeling tired and we don't imagine ourselves going out there as much because we're so used to being with ourselves. What we can do about it. Fearing, feeling temporarily awkward or ill at ease is unusual or stressful situations is to be expected. It's normal. The problem is when these feelings become problematic. That is to say, it, they lead us to forecast negative events or settings which lead us to negative experiences, which can lead us to distressing physical symptoms. In turn, this can lead us to self-limiting avoidance behaviors or increased suffering in social situations. When we are held back in life by our symptoms, it's a concern to address, period. As we get back into the swing of things, it is important that we bring our awareness that after many months of being in isolation, many people around us will be struggling with symptoms of social anxiety. It is important that we have compassion for ourselves and for others. We can check in with ourselves and try to take things slowly. We can also be mindful and kind to others who may be reluctant to engage in group activities or may wish to limit their time around other people or try to keep the camera off FaceTime or Zoom meetings. Helping ourselves and others to push through uncomfortable situations in a healthy way, which limits and bring in more healthy self-soothing skills will help. Let's encourage each other to do the healthy options versus avoid and deny and isolate. 
we can employ the proven techniques of exposure therapy, that is to say, exposing ourselves regularly to brief social settings and build our tolerance as a means of addressing our unease and fears of re-entering the world. One of the key messages that emerged in the early days of the pandemic was that we are all in this together. Let's remind ourselves as we return to a more normal way of working, playing, and simply being in the world, that we are still in this all together. In the weeks and the months ahead, we will be coping with the after effects of an unprecedented period of social isolation. With attention, self-care, and compassion, we can and need to support one another through the challenges of returning back to a normal norm. Five strategies for re-entry. As we re-enter a more open world, many people are feeling insecure about themselves and their ability to interact with others. At a time when social anxiety is more prevalent than ever, you can have compassion for yourself and others. Remember, even the most confident and secure people could be struggling after an unprecedented and prolonged period of isolation. Take it slow. There is no reason to rush back into a full social schedule. Stay tuned into your feelings, know your limits, and go slow and easy. Leave social situations when you are feeling overwhelmed, when you've had enough, or you feel drained of your energy in the presence of others. When you feel it is time to leave, please give yourself permission to go. Don't suffer through things. It just drains your energy. Practice exposure therapy if you're struggling to join in with friends, family, or colleagues. Brief and frequent exposure to social situations will help alleviate fears and anxieties and restore confidence by challenging those negative thoughts that show up in your head. Seek help if you're struggling with overwhelming negative thoughts, symptoms, and self-limiting behaviors. It is helpful to work with a therapist on social anxiety concerns and learn cognitive behavioral therapy and mindfulness meditation strategies and grounding techniques to help you through difficult times as you're re-entering the world. 